There's seldom a better example other than sport that teaches you a life experience. It gives you a cathartic experience if you ask me. And there was none better than a cricket match played a week ago. It was a classic situation where the stakes were high and the team was losing and here was a young sports person who was trying his level best but struggling to get his bearings right. What happened next was something spectacular. But before that, what happened in the interim when the going got tough was that he faced a barrage of criticisms, expletives, suggestions, commentary from all walks of life. The Twitter timeline erupted, Facebook chats went off the roof and much more social commentary followed. Everybody had given up on him. Then, in the next 30 minutes, he went full tilt. What that did was turn the game on its head. In the end, he took his team to victory. And the entire set of people who were criticizing his performance were left to eat humble cheesecake. While I was thinking about this, it reminded me of my business reviews. Such a cathartic experience spot, isn't it? Let me share the example with you. Hello and welcome back fellow riders on Bus Talk podcast about work-life issues which crowd our minds each day. Myth-busting into reality, Bus Talk shares stories, anecdotes, observations, some tips and tricks to better your work-life balance or lack thereof. Simply put, it's a straight talk to help you cope with various work-life situations without having to reinvent the wheel. And yes, there is a lot of traffic, so it does take time. We go slow, steady and at our own pace. If this is what piques your interest, you're on the right bus. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the ride. I'm your host GB and you're listening to Bus Talk. Many moons ago in my early sales years, I was nervous presenting a quarterly business review. You know, quarterly business reviews or monthly business reviews are part and parcel of a salesperson's life. These are those events which you turn up either being super confident or a nervous wreck. And ironically, the same can happen after those reviews. You could exit the review super confident or a complete breakdown. So on one such occasion, I was quite nervous presenting the quarterly business review. Not that I had missed my numbers. In fact, I did quite well on most occasions to cross 100% attainment. And in this particular instance, I had about 102% attainment. But the pressure of presenting in front of a hostile audience often made me nervous. Add to that, being an introvert surrounded by a bunch of alpha males, extroverts, was quite tough. The scene is like an interrogation. You enter a huddle room or a conference room, five or six people are busy on their laptops, a quiet glance at you while you set up the presentation, while they're flipping through their notes and black diaries to see whether you've got your numbers or not or what's happening in the region and territory. You don't know whether your previous person had a great experience or had a tough time, but 
you juggle your courage and put a brave front in front of everybody the meetings usually last about 30 minutes where you go through analytical slice and dice of the business done so far so typically when you had done your numbers you would go in with a with an air of confidence and those who were really good sales people they would still go in with an air of confidence despite not having done well but in this instance i had done my numbers and i was reasonably confident but the pressure of the occasion got to me so what happened in that meeting was there was a discussion in the middle of the conversation where i got mixed up between the forecast and the budget budget meaning the quota suppose you have 100 dollars as your quota hypothetically speaking then your forecast cannot be 100 dollars it always means that you have to forecast at least 101 dollars which means you have to forecast above your quota or your budget but as the case was i was mixed between forecast and budget so when they asked for budget i gave them the forecast and when they asked for the forecast i gave them the budget clearly completely missing the point what followed was a wave of laughter sarcasm snide remarks and comments which went across the length and breadth of the room but one interesting thing about introverts is that they don't give up very easily they might not come across as a very determined bunch but they have a very strong resolve within themselves and i had a strong resolve within me so i hung in there secretly hoping and wishing simultaneously that somebody would keep the faith guess what somebody did keep the faith but it came from a very unexpected area now it's very common for senior leaders to encourage upcoming leaders young sales managers and so on and so forth but in this instance the entire faith came from my team they backed me up they cheered me up and guess what happened in a year's time fast forward to the next year i won the best team manager award across 40 other managers for which to this day i remain eternally grateful because had it not been for them who kept the faith in me in the team with each other we wouldn't have been the best team for the year and so friends when i reflect back on the cricket match that happened a couple of weeks ago i realized i did not keep the faith in the player i jumped into conclusions ruled out any possibility of any recovery and was very quick to criticize and so the question is we jump into conclusions instead of keeping the faith is it a reflection of an internal mind space or is it the actual external reality yes friends criticisms are quite easy to level against someone but did you know paying a compliment is very difficult yes the genuine ones are extremely difficult if you know what i'm saying making a cosmetic compliment is rather easy but when you try to make or pay a genuine compliment to someone it is actually very difficult let me give an example 
you know, once I attended this training program where the participants were asked to compliment fellow colleagues looking straight into their eyes for the duration of the entire compliment. I'll be honest, it wasn't easy at all. Some didn't even manage to complete the entire sentence before looking away. For some reason, people were uncomfortable complimenting their colleagues. For some, they went through the motions but only just barely managed to complete the sentence. So the other day, when someone walked up to me and paid a compliment, it set me thinking. When was the last time I gave a genuine compliment to people around me? We often demand work, ask work as leaders, but how many times do we sit down and pay a genuine compliment? And to my horror, I realized it was long overdue since the last time I paid a genuine compliment to a fellow colleague. Now, one might question what happens if we just go out there and compliment someone as a matter of fact. What happens is people see through authenticity or the lack of it. The authenticity of complimenting out of the blue could also be misread. It could be a sign of sucking up if you are complimenting someone senior, higher than you, or it could be a meaningless, futile point of conversation if you are paying the compliment to a peer or someone junior and give a feeling to the other party that you are perhaps up to something else. There is a perhaps an agenda lurking somewhere around the corner or you might ask them something in return. That's the sentiment that comes across if you do not pay a genuine compliment. Now, it's generally an accepted notion that one should have a low need for approval, in, especially in this day and age. But, and in many cases, what happens is it is required to acknowledge somebody's effort, maybe just to cheer them up, maybe just to let them know that you are paying attention if you're a leader, or even if you're a colleague and a peer has done some good job. Now, in this day and age, people often say, well, comments or criticisms or compliments, one should be indifferent. Which means if someone says, wow, you're God's gift to people kind, then you shouldn't necessarily go over the top. And if someone says you're the worst thing that could have happened to people kind, then you shouldn't necessarily go under the ground. You know, so there is an art of being indifferent that none of it affects you beyond a point. But we're humans, right? As good as that might sound or as ideal as that might sound, it is very difficult to not get affected when someone either criticizes you on your face or not feel good when someone compliments you. Give you a great example. You know, back in the days when I used to blog and I used to write these articles and even I on LinkedIn and some of the articles that I write, there are a lot of people and there are a lot of people who pay genuine compliments, but I'll give you a specific example where a person went profusely complimenting about the article. And when I asked a follow-up question that, well, thank you for complimenting the article. What part of it did you like so much? Guess what happened? The, the person went blank. Clearly, he hadn't read through the entire article. He was just saying it for the heck of it. And there are such people. So in such cases, if you be a bit indifferent to the compliments that come your way, 
then perhaps you know it doesn't affect you as much and therefore you're always seeking the genuine complimenter or person who pays you a genuine compliment at all times likewise the same happens when somebody criticizes or in other words what we know today as trolls they randomly troll on your comment article post or what have you without really understanding or even reading in between the lines or understanding the subtext of it and so therefore you're often perplexed that why would you not read the whole thing so i have to urge them to please go reread the compliment sorry the article so that you better understand the gist of the story so the next time you want to pay a compliment to someone be genuine about it you know a word of caution there while paying a compliment it's quite obvious that you pay a compliment to the set of people who are the most visible right in front of you maybe your peer maybe your boss maybe someone who's really made a big impact but do spare a moment to the silent workers who sit in some corner maybe it's the receptionist maybe it's the security guard maybe it's the network administrator maybe it's the it support who helped fix your laptop before you even had to blink it could be any one of those folks who are perpetually behind the scenes who don't get the recognition they perhaps deserve or the attention that they deserve sometimes make an effort to go and pay them a compliment you will just feel incredible with the warmth that they give you back you know it's amazing when you make the effort and pay a genuine compliment the joy on someone's face of having made their day is an incredible feeling when was the last time you did something like that and if you haven't done anything like that why don't you try doing it this week and let me know in the comments below what you did how was the experience well that's all for now i hope you had a good time listening as much as i had sharing these thoughts and if you did do tune in to the other episodes of bus talk yes you could share them on facebook or twitter and with especially those who might appreciate similar content and if you need to talk to me or reach out to me you can use the twitter handle #gyanban spelled as g y a n b a n one word or email me on gyanban@gmail.com again spelled as g y a n b a n n be sure to tune in next week there is a fascinating episode coming up for you till we meet again stay safe be well and bring your a game to work ciao